It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Everyone, avert your eyes from this logo on the top of my hat. Don't look at it. It's ugly. It's horrible. But <laughs> well worth a Super Bowl. It's time to smash it up. Welcome into Sunday Smash alongside the senior recruiting analyst for Warchant.com and one busy fella this weekend. He's Michael Langston. My name is Tom Lang. And we are so happy you have joined us on Sunday Smash because tonight's program, you know, we're not going to talk about basketball's win over Louisville, but congratulations to Coach Ham and the guys for their second win of the season. That's not going to be the topic du jour for 60 minutes. In fact, because of the nature of the portal and recruiting, the early signing day coming up in just 10 days, we've got to hit recruiting hard tonight. Michael Langston, welcome to the program. How has your experience been these last 24, 48 hours? Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been a busy, really busy uh, weekend, certainly following transfer portal and then also uh, you know, just a lot of these uh, you know, visits on, uh, you know, for this weekend. You had you know, nine overall visitors, eight official visitors. Uh, so it's a lot going on. Probably something's going to happen while I'm on here with you. You know, so the way, way it's gone. But, yeah, just tons of stuff. Really positive weekend, I felt, you know, just with everything, the way it went and just uh, the feelings coming out of the visit, uh, I think it's uh, really good so far. Remember, everybody, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits is located throughout the state of Florida. And if you're looking for gifts for the holiday season for the people that are impossible to buy for, there's a good chance that ABC Fine Wine and Spirits can check that box for you. They've got humidors in their shop for the folks that like cigars. And uh, if you like a fine spirit, like maybe this bottle of a 1941 vodka, a delicious craft vodka, uh, it's available only in the state of Florida at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Thank you to them for their support. So, Michael, uh, you alluded to something. I, you know, do you have to get your Adam Schefter on tonight? Is there potentially something happening happening in the next hour, or uh, how do you feel about the immediate aftermath of a busy weekend for Florida State? I mean, I mean, you don't know for sure. Like, I'm not. It's not like I got something where I'm waiting for somebody to commit. But yeah. I mean, I think you know a few of them could could be coming up just based on the you know, visit weekend. Um, I think some person even put it down there, you know, by, I think Briley was on a, one of the comments and mentioned that John Bell put it in his uh, merch store about a bunch of FSU stuff. So uh, there's just, there's just so many things, but I think uh, overall, I think I, I could see some kids next week uh, that visit this weekend, you know, making some decisions. Um, I think, uh, I think there's a, a lot of guys to go through, but I think, uh, uh, like I said, it's, it's very positive. So, 
we can we can knock it on down. Well, what we're going to do, folks, you can fire off your questions for Michael in the chat. And to the 250 of you or so that are building right now in number, uh, please throw a like underneath this video for us. Helps us find more FSU fans. Subscribe to Warchan TV. It's absolutely free and going to be littered with content this month. December's crazy now, folks. It's totally free. Subscribe to Warchan TV and hit the bell next to it to subscribe or to get the alerts on our channel. Because we'll go live at a moment's notice for huge news. And we can't predict when that's going to happen. So your phone will just be alerted right then. War chance going live. Boom, you're with us for shows like this when the big news happens. Uh, so fire off your questions in the chat. But I know a lot of you are going to be asking about the folks that were on campus this weekend. So we thought, makes total common sense, Michael. Let's go down the list guy by guy. Uh, you can find more in-depth analysis on the premium recruiting board on warchant.com. That's where all the best stuff comes from, but we've got a ton of content for you tonight. And so, Michael, let's start with a six foot seven tight end by the name of Kyle Morlock, who yeah. Florida State is very, very interested in. And this offense is begging for a player like Kyle Morlock. Uh, what was his experience like this week? Did he get in on Thursday? Was was that the original plan? Yeah, I think he got in on Thursday night. Uh, maybe did some things around the around the city, and uh, I think um, I think. Um, I think he got in Thursday, and then really the visit started on Friday, and um, it just really took off from there. I think, I think uh, certainly those. The thing I noticed when he first got there, because I was there Friday, was the amount of tension that he was getting from Mike Norvell, who was certainly uh, attached to the hip with him. He's, I mean, I've mentioned they've wanted this kid for so long. He's six foot six, six seven, whatever you want to call it. I think two forty. So I uh, definitely looked apart in everything. Um, certainly, I think the visit went. R- really good you know i put on the site uh saturday night that you know felt like there was some cautious confidence when it comes to fsu they didn't want to jinx it or just the intel i was getting from the fsu side and then and then on sunday kyle talked about the visit you could see the different things that really seemed to connect with him and then right after you know we had talked to him i got a little nugget uh from somebody inside that would know uh just about the recruitment they told me that um they expect Kyle to probably cancel the Illinois and Auburn visits and then probably take the Tennessee visit just to have something to compare FSU to. But uh, things seem to be trending in a positive direction. So this is a different wrinkle for Florida State than they've had in quite some time, Michael, just to, you know, for the sights and sounds of a visit weekend like this, Florida State could actually practice football, you know, because yeah. they're going to a bowl. Uh, that's nice for a change. Uh, I'm sure that that was something that was very important for you know the whole of this group, not just Kyle Morlock, but something for them to keep them occupied and get to see maybe a little bit more up close and personal what life would be like at Florida State. It is, and it's it's a big advantage. And I've said that you know, during the year that you get that bowl prep. It's a big deal when you bring these kids on campus, and it's a big advantage that you have that some kids like you know. Guys like the offensive lineman Jeremiah Byers that doesn't get a chance to see you, or or even Kyle Morlock, or even some of these high school kids that maybe they visited FSU several times, but maybe they haven't seen what a practice is like and just the things they do and going through the practices. So it's a big deal and it's a big positive to have guys to be able to see that that really haven't experienced that part of of maybe FSU, and and certainly it made a big impression. I know with a you know, a lot of these kids, uh, they mentioned that all weekend. Uh, all the guys we interviewed today, I mean, I think it was around seven, you know, visitors we interviewed today, uh, you know, that they all talked about, you know, hey, seeing these guys and what they do in practice was a big deal. 
And uh, on Friday night, <clears throat> that they moved practice and to Doe Campbell, uh, that's probably a good flex, given the weather was nice. And uh, obviously, you can take some of these kids in who have never played, like Morlock, like Byers, in an atmosphere or a building quite like Doe Campbell. It's a, it's a chance to flex the program. So since you mentioned him, I was going to go to the other tight end. We'll wait for the kid from South Carolina that a yeah. lot of people are interested in as well. But uh, Byers is a large human being, Michael. Is this somebody that they're interested in solely to play tackle at Florida State? And what are your impressions of seeing him when he got on campus? Well, I think you go to the UTEP profile or whatever that you pick up when you see guys at the portal and you see like the size. And I think they had six foot six on there. Or think uh, I don't know if they had it or it was just it was on his profile. He's not six foot six. So uh, that much I can confirm. I think he's probably around 6'3", which doesn't really matter. I think he's more of an interior guy all the way anyway. Um, so I think he's probably around 6'3". Obviously, I don't know the weight. Just I think the weight's probably accurate. But uh, definitely a guy I think they like inside. Could even play center um, if they decide to go that direction. But a uh, very good blocker, very good PFF grades uh, as far as a pass pro and a, and a run blocker. So I think he's a guy that certainly caught their attention. They went to visit him. Um, I think they wanted to see him in person to see what he looked like to make sure everything checks out. And then um, certainly there was a pursuit um, shortly there after uh, they were interested before, but I think it, you just want to make sure everything, all the boxes were checked and because I think they liked what they saw. And then um, you know, certainly they got him on campus for official visit and he, he was all smiles uh, the first day. I mean, you could tell he, he really liked it. And I haven't talked, I haven't spoken to Jeremiah yet, but we're still working on that. But um, I think, um, I think everything I've gotten from the visit seemed to be you know, pretty positive about how the visit went. Uh, and I'll interject. I'll do this a little bit tonight, too, between each of the players. But, Michael, um, you know, we've seen that there's a new collective out there. And, and mm -hmm. it's all the battles and in addition to Rising Spear. It seems like Florida State, you know, they were a little bit late to the game last year in the cycle. But, you know, even before the battles end existed, the, the talk from you and, and others around the program were that Florida State had its act a lot more together for this upcoming cycle and, and subsequent years. Um, do you feel like for the kids that are either on campus this weekend or, or anything that needs to happen between now and December 21st for the high school ranks, is Florida State well positioned in your mind from what you're hearing in terms of NIL now that they've got a couple of different collectives that are heavy hitters? Yeah, I think they position themselves well because you look at it. I mean, uh, we even reported this during the weekend that, um, David Johnson went over to see uh, Sam Singleton's commitment. He was undecided of like he wanted to sign with his teammates. And yeah, I, I found out Friday that, hey, you know, it uh, looks like he's going to just, uh, sign in December uh, with FSU. So he's going to be in the early. So it's like it. And then I think um, Keith Sampson is the only one that's kind of we don't know for sure. But he was leaning towards likely doing it on uh, on, on December. So I think he's another guy that if you get that guy. Um, that means every single commit that you have is going to be signing early. And that's a big deal uh, to have guys already signed, be done with it. And then you also have uh, certainly these transfers. I think they'll all just, you know, come right in uh, that you're going to get. So to have your class done by like December and January is a big deal. And it's a relief to where you can focus on kind of what, what you're going to do in 2024. Oh, or just how things transition to uh you know maybe your spring maybe some guys leave and then kind of go from there maybe get a few you know get a guy like Kaziah Holmes that they got in the summer that maybe can practice but can't play so it just helps you position your roster when you can get these things locked down 
um, in in the in the in the month of uh, December and January, and I think it's a big deal. And they've really positioned themselves well with everything they've you know, put together, not just to commits, but then they still have some targets out there like Edwin Joseph, who visited this weekend. Uh, certainly Reuben Bain, who we'll get into later. I see a bunch of questions popping about him. And then um, you had Conrad Hussey, uh, a DB that's committed to Penn State, but I think FSU is very much in the thick of that. So there's still some left over for high school that you position yourself where you're doing in-homes and you've gotten on campus and, and you know you 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 position yourself with places of need of, that you really want to feel. And getting these kids on campus this late is a is certainly significant to kind of set up the the finish of what FSU wants to do, both for the portal and high school. We'll get to Bain in just a second. Pete Mercer uh, with a contribution to the program. Thank you very much, Pete. Uh, he says, thanks, for, thanks, guys, for all the updates. And we are keeping you updated. Michael has a daily update here on WarChant TV. And today's video, uh, live show right here, Sunday Smash is serving as that update. But it's not done yet. There's another huge visit weekend coming up for Florida State next weekend with more targets of the high school and the transfer portal ranks. So, Pete, we appreciate the sentiment. And James B., sweet, loving, in the nativity, young baby Jesus, James B., thank you very much. We appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you. And a question. Of course we'll entertain your question, James. Uh, What's your gut feeling on Bain? You've seen it a lot in the chat. All right, Michael, go ahead. What do you think about Ruben Bain? Yeah, I got some Christmas uh, shopping to do now with uh, James dropping it down. Uh, but uh, yeah, Bain's really the big topic conversation. I think they nailed everything uh, on this weekend. I think uh, certainly it was a nice little touch uh, celebrating a happy birthday for Bain's mother, whose birthday was, I think, two days ago. So that was certainly an impact. I think the players, the way he is around the players, I think that's probably the difference uh, in a lot of places that he feels a connection with those guys that is kind of different when it comes to, um, you know, just the culture and just the buy-in. And he also loves what they're doing with the product on the field. Um, but I mean, not to make it be a downer. It's just like, I just can't do it where I think you're going to beat out Miami with, there's so many connections there, but I think they're extremely very much in the picture. I just think in the end, I've been burned too many times. I get these Wesley Basante of, vibes from last year that you know somehow he's going to go to Miami but I think I think they're very much in there I just I would lean towards Miami even though I think everything just clicked they're doing everything right but uh I you, you just have a feeling like it's not based on intel it's just based on just knowing the recruitment that you know you feel like you know is it going to be enough that's kind of my my thing and and I just have to see it to believe it all right, Michael. So how about this question? And this is a bit more of a pointed question looking at yeah. last year's haul and, and close because the close was, you know, there were some rough moments in the close last year where the staff thought that they were doing better in terms of finishing out recruitments than they did. Do you think they're more dialed in this year? I think they are. I think I think they're locked into you know everything they're doing. Uh, I, I think I think you also had, you know, I think the last two years you had certain guys that with the coaches, they would dip. Maybe you can call them reaches where they 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 weren't able to be as patient as they wanted to be. I think with this year, with all the stuff that's happened, the, all the good, and because it feels like there's good news every day uh, when it comes to FSU, I think a lot of that comes from the product on the field and the product on the field. And as I told people, when you get the product on the field, a lot of everything kind of falls into place. And and certainly recruiting, you know, just the way people view your program, not just. Everyone focuses on 2023, but I think it's an even bigger impact that 
you know, um, what you do, what, what your future is 2024, I think it's going to make an even bigger impact in that class. So I think it just sets everything straight as far as where, um, where, where your program's headed to everyone that's viewing them like recruits and, and then two, just these portal kids see this stuff and they see the way you're playing and they see what your portal kids do, you know, when they're here at FSU, I think it just, it, it sells itself. I don't think FSU has to sell a lot or pitch a lot. I don't think they have to come up with pitches. And and to be honest, they're not really a pitch-type program. They're more like relationships and this is what we are. This is what we do. Except what we are. This is what we do. They lay it straight on the field. So uh, I think uh, having this product really just is a recruiting is a recruiting minimum of itself. Like it doesn't really – there's not much you have to say. Yeah. People see what they see. You know, they see that you beat LSU. They see that you beat Florida. They see that you hammered Miami. They see uh, how consistent your product looks every week. So it's like, it's almost like you don't have to sell it too much. And sometimes I think coaches can get too carried away where the season's so good that you're really just really shoving it down people's throat instead of just letting people soak it in. And I think that's kind of what FSU's done of, hey, we know we're playing good, but we don't need to boast about it. It's just kind of, this is what it is. Yeah, John Papucha said that uh, I think it was the first practice after the Florida game that a lot yep. of kids can talk of, can get kids on campus and tell them what will be. We now mm-hmm. can point to kids and say this is what is. You know, they don't. Yep. My my uh, favorite thing to say was they don't have to turn on Memphis tape anymore to show nope. what can happen. No more no more Memphis Mike talk. That's all I heard. Uh, Memphis yeah. Mike recruiting. Uh, Memphis Mike football. So yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's about just consistently with consistency with your product year in and year out. And I think, uh, I just think this staff is just so locked in in every detail. And you saw that, you know, I mentioned the Reuben Baines uh, happy birthday with his mom, just little details they get in small things like greeting a kid outside with your head coach. That's just not, that's not a frequent thing. That's just head coaches don't go greet people in the parking lot usually. So to have something like that and just the little things they do, I think it means a lot to these, these kids when they see it. And then, these kids, when they're in there, they see what the, these coaches are like around their own players. I mean, when they see that for themselves, it's you could say all this stuff. I mean, you could say I have a family atmosphere. It's a family. It's home. It's a brotherhood. But until you see it, with the recruits see it with their own eyes and just see how the interaction's going, it isn't real until then. And, and certainly FSU's done that. Seemed like Mike was feeling a little festive during <laughs> that birthday celebration too. I, I, I'm just- yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought he hit a Red Bull or I hit it. vodka, maybe. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Perhaps not, not, he had it from 1941. No, I'm just maybe. maybe. I don't know, but he looked like, uh, yeah, he was having a good time. And and how could you not right now with the improvement for State of Senior over year? Z Chan. Oh man, now it's Noel Norvell, not Memphis Mike. I like it. Z Chan, yeah. the official DMD Award Chan TV, wants to stick with the alliteration, so we stick with the damn alliteration. Z Chan, thank you very much. Uh, all right, Michael, linebacker Cam Robinson. Right. Uh, he, there was a social media post today. It looked like from a, a flight back where he's saying, I'll be back or, you know, from okay. Tallahassee. Let's uh, see that one. I'll be see, back. I see everything, guys. See well, that's, everything. I mean, it's also the visit high. You know, these guys are just leaving and, and uh, you, you've got to calm down after everything <laughs> feels like it's on cloud nine. Right, and right. It's making an incredible pitch. Uh, you know, to a lot of these players. I believe it was Cam. He's the one that's uh, the Virginia commit. Is that right? Right, right. Like, all right. So what kind of weekend did he have from what you gathered? I think it was pretty good, but he was so – I felt like he was so guarded 
in everything you said. I, but I didn't feel like I was talking to a Virginia commitment. I felt like I was talking to a kid that's still going through the recruiting process of, hey, I'm considering this school. I'm considering this school. It's going to take a South Carolina official visit, I think, next weekend. He didn't see – I didn't even hear him mention, like, Virginia one time, like, hey, I'm still, you know, comfortable yep. with them or he didn't say any of that. He just mainly focused on what they're doing, what he saw this weekend. Uh, it was very guarded, but it was very positive. I mean, you could tell just the things he said about Coach Shannon, you know, just the program he saw with the culture and in the family and the brotherhood. You saw all that stuff. And certainly he knows he's a priority, too. And I hear he's a take. So I think FSU definitely wants him. Um, so my takeaway was just how how guarded it was of not really – now, there was others that just opened up more. But it was certainly uh, – I think when people read the story, I'm like, well, I think we got a shot maybe. But I think I think it was good just basically on the – Feedback I was hearing during the visit, uh, I think it was even higher kind of than what he illiter- uh, illustrated when he started breaking down the visit. But I, I think uh, certainly there is a, a solid chance with with Cam. I'm not gonna. I told people I was close to putting an RPM pick on on Cam, but I, I'm just kind of waiting to see. Yep. As you said, Tom, I want to see what it is when the high goes down after mm-hmm. you're off the plane, maybe a couple of days later, and see. Okay, dude, how do you feel now? You know, are those feelings still there when I check in with people that are close to him? That's what I'm kind of looking for. If it's still there, then okay, this is real. Certainly a guy to watch. But, you know, for now, I'm taking the cautious approach. But I definitely know FSU felt like uh, they nailed it uh, as far as this visit goes and, and what they wanted to accomplish, which was showing him, you know, the fit and what their linebackers do, but also showing him this is what our family is. This is what we are. This is what we do. This would it be like if you're a Seminole and uh, just really just keeping that same. The thing I love about this staff is they they stay the same no matter what they don't. OK, things are going good. Let's let's just start bragging by ourselves or let's start recruiting a different way. They recruit the same way that they've done the start of year to now. I mean, their their message is very similar um, when they go in there and meet with Coach Norvell, he tells them, like, look, if you don't want to be coached hard, you don't want to play hard, you don't want to work hard, this ain't the place for you. It's like, I'm going to work, I'm going to challenge you harder than anybody's ever challenged you. So the message is still the same. It just resonates more now because of the product on the field. To the nearly 600 of you that are tuned into War Chant TV, thank you for being here on a Sunday night with Michael Langston. My name is Tom Lang. Hit the thumbs up button underneath this video. Let's get it to at least 250 likes. Come on. Yes, hit, hit the like button, guys. Thank you very much for your support. It's just a quick click, and it could be even on your phone. Just one little tap. Uh, Michael, your thoughts on the all-white uniform photo shoot for Florida State. Is it – I don't want to say this word, but I'm going to. Is it a lock when kids put on the all-whites? Is it is it hidden messaging when the kids put on the all-whites? Are they just allowed to put on whatever combo they want, or do they have to maybe say something in order to get the all-whites for the photo shoot? Well, it kind of started, like, I want to say last year, where I want to say Goldie Lawrence uh, put it on, and, and Goldie kind of indicated, like, yeah, if you put on if you put on the white, yeah, that, that's commit time. Uh, so that's kind of, <laughs> I think, where it's kind of led into, or might have been another recruit, but... Um, I think I think when you put on the white, it's kind of one of those hidden messages like, hey, can't put on the white gear, dude, unless you're coming. 
you know, unless you're committing. So I think that's kind of where it's done. Now it's never been something where kids like, Hey, they told me if I don't, I don't put on the, I can't put on the white unless I know for sure I'm going here. So it's not like a kid has told me for sure that it's never been like confirmed, you know, for sure. But it's kind of one of those hidden messages that, Hey, you throw on the whites like, Oh, what's going on? You know, is that one we need to watch? So it's just kind of one of those hidden messages, uh, you know, things, uh, but until a kid tells me that I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's fair. No, that's a fair answer because you know, there was somebody who wore the all whites last year that flipped on signing day and it was kind of a high profile thing. So never want to speak in absolutes and folks, you're just joining us. We'll get to that tight end out of South Carolina in a little bit, but three players that I saw at least this weekend, did the all-white photo shoot. Two of them mm-hmm. are brothers. Two of yes. them are brothers. Devontae Brown, Damari Brown. Devontae is the transfer, Michael, and Damari is the high school recruit. The appeal of perhaps playing together. They did a photo shoot together wearing mm-hmm. the all-whites. Uh, talk to me about this particular combo, both defensive backs that could help round out a group for Florida State that needs some help in the immediate and in the future. Yeah, it's probably the first time I've seen where, you know, since the portal thing's been a thing that you have a portal kid, but then you also have a high level high school kid that's a four star recruit, obviously brothers and and, the, and they came in together. I think what's helping FSU, ironically, is Devontae, because um, I think Devontae is certainly knows Coach Shannon very well. He coached him. He knows him. Um, he, he There's a lot of experience around that. I think the family really likes Shannon. The family really likes Norvell. And I, I, everything I've gathered from Devontae was like, like I really feel it. I see it. And I think a thing that's kind of underrated uh, this weekend that hasn't been brought up enough is like, I think a lot of these kids, uh, especially guys like Devontae Brown, they see these guys coming back, you know, returning for their, you know, next season. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. And that's a big deal to kids because that seems your product is not only improving and getting back to normalcy, but it's also telling them they believe in what you're doing, you know, and and it says a lot that they want to play another year for you when they could go pro and probably make even more money. So 
I think uh, I think that part is a big deal, and I think that's helped uh, FSU certainly with a guy like Devontae Brown. Certainly, there's a need there. They want to they want to certainly shore up uh, their their secondary, and I think Devontae is helping uh, you know with the Namori. And anytime you can get you know a top target on campus, whether it's just you know everything I heard was this was about so majorly about Devontae, not so much Demore Demore, but it was also hey. We, we're excited you're here, but it, I mean, even even Demare commented on that that a lot of this was tilted towards uh, his brother because Demare had already taken an official visit, right? So, um, but I think anytime he's on campus, that's a big deal, and um, I think uh, with Demare, I don't know. I mean, part of me says like Miami because there's so many ties, but part of me is like Alabama's very much in there. But I think if if you see a guy like I think. If you see a Devontae end up at FSU, which I think they're the school that's recruiting the hardest. That's the way I feel, just the way I come across that recruitment, that FSU is a school that's covered him from the start, got him on campus. They recruit him hard, offered whatever they want him. And certainly they, they've, they've done the best job, in my opinion, recruiting Devontae so far out of the portal. So I think if you get a guy like Devontae, man, that, that certainly increases your chances with uh, his brother. Okay, so, you know, a lot of people ask questions like, um, are they a package deal? You know, uh, sometimes with teammates from high school that aren't brothers, just teammates or uh, actual brothers. You know, maybe you take a kid who might be more like a walk on PWO and then you get, you know, a a four star or something along those lines because you do a favor. Uh, Would you say that Florida State would take Devontae, the transfer from UCF, even if Damari doesn't want to come to Florida State ultimately? Do you think they would take him? I think they would take him. Uh, they've coveted him from the start. And I don't think this has anything to – I don't think Damari has anything to do with the recruitment. I mean, if you go back, I mean, Devontae is a very productive uh, defensive back. You look at his stats from UCF, very impressive. And, they, and they've and they wanted him from the start. And it wasn't like, hey, um, oh, I'm coming here or I'm definitely coming here, you know, just because if you get, if you get my brother, recruit my brother, I'll come here. But I definitely um, – I definitely think they're an individual recruitment for each one of them. Now, are they a lot together? Most cases when it's brothers, you know, they tend to end up at the same place, but I don't think it's a guaranteed lock that, you know, there, there might be a situation where this school's better for Devonte and this school might be better for uh, Demore. So I don't think it's a guarantee, but it definitely, if you get one of them, it definitely increases your chances, especially if they have mutual interest in that same school, it's, it's different if they don't have mutual interest or the school, you know, isn't pushing for that kid. So I think, um, yeah, I think it's just uh, depends on each individual kid and, and what they're looking for. And uh, for a guy like Devonte, I think, uh, I think it only helps and strengthens their chance. If you get Devonte uh, Brown, then it's certainly going to make certainly waves with Demore. Okay, Michael, if I said, and uh, to the nearly 625 of you now that are here at Sunday Smash, thank you very much for being here. Hit the thumbs up underneath the video. If I said to you, you can't spell Edwin Joseph without RPM, (laughs) what does that mean? Translate that for me, please, Michael. Well, RPM is the pick we make, and it's like uh, your prediction pick if you feel like, hey, this kid is going there. And for me, I think my RPM would would be on FSU for – Edwin Joseph, I put one in earlier today, uh, right after I finished uh, the story on him. I just, I mean, you you can just sense it. I mean, it just, it's just oozed out, you know, just like the kids after the, after the visit, 
the way he raved about it. it wasn't so much oh the raving about FSU. I've seen that plenty of times, but it's just like I'm no longer visiting anywhere else. I'm probably decide I'm gonna take a week and decide. And um, all these things when you put it together, and just the body language, you can sense certain things on kids that you feel like okay, that's going there. And then I checked with some FSU contacts, and they're like, we feel pretty good, you know, about you know where where it's at and. And two, he's been to FSU more than I think any place in the last uh, you know, two months, and that's kind of what you do. You got to follow. You know, sometimes it's about following the visits, and and certainly following a pattern of visits. That would be the better word because he's visited for the Clemson game. He visited again before that, and then I think he visited uh, uh, for the obviously official visit. So when you put that stuff together, when a kid keeps visiting consistently that often. There's something to it, whether it's good or bad, whether he's visiting another school or he's visiting FSU. So really, I feel I feel really strong, I feel pretty good about uh, Edwin Joseph. I think I think there's a good chance uh, FSU can get him in this class. If you believe with the uh, the all whites trend, Edwin Joseph would follow form there, folks, because yeah. that's what he rocked this weekend. Uh, we will finish up with the coveted player from South Carolina. But Conrad <laughs> Hussey, Conrad Hussey was also here. Yes. And Michael, and uh, he is a commit to where Penn state. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. What's the story with Conrad Hussey after this weekend? Yeah. I mean, they, uh, Conrad said they've been working on him since the mid season. Uh, I've said this in plenty of chats that, Hey, FSU is doing everything it can do to get, they really want to get this kid in the last two weekends. Then we found out late that FSU got him in. He was the last minute uh, one and they, they got him in here. Um, Got to visit over here. For those that don't know his history, he grew up an FSU fan. I said, are you kind of an FSU fan today? And he's like, no, I'm a lot. So he's one of those big ones that he followed the, this team a lot. Obviously, he's committed to Penn State. Then he went through the different things like he said, we didn't really talk ball a lot when I was at FSU uh, throughout the weekend. It was, it was like we talked a lot of stuff that was personal, and it reminded him a lot of how it is with Penn State, too. So he said a lot of similarities between FSU and Penn State. So then I put it, put it on my recruiting hat and like a thinking hat. And it's like, no, that's interesting because one school is in state and one school is way out of state. So yep. sometimes you see situations where it's like they have everything, you know, at both schools. But, hey, this one's in state. Your family loves it here. They'd like to see you consistently all the time. So it might play in FSU's favor. I think FSU feels good just based on the tea leaves inside the program that what I got from this visit, they feel they know, you know, he's committed to Penn State, know he's a pledge to other school, but they feel like, you know what? There's a really good shot here. We feel pretty good about kind of what we accomplished and what what came out of the visit and in the vibe they were getting from Conrad uh, even during the visit or even after the visit. So certainly uh, FSU is a, a really strong player there for, for Hussey. Hogwatcher wants to know who came up with the recruit cook-off or cookout. Uh, is there, is there a backstory to that or is it just one of those things that uh, I, w- I would love, I, well, it definitely didn't come from me, uh, but I, I definitely would, uh, I, I would like to n- say I know for sure, but I think it's uh I think somebody on the support staff and then somebody, uh, I think Norville kind of came up with the idea that, hey, let's do something that's different that nobody else does. Like nobody else does. And the kids love it. Like the recruits love it because um, your families can get involved. It's an interaction with players that are on the team already. It's interaction with the coaches. They get involved. 
you know, it's like um, you. It's just even if it's bad, it it doesn't it matter. You're doing it's a team bonding thing of doing something that's a little different and that other teams don't do. You know, as far as uh, just it's more of a you know team bonding and and seeing in competition. You know, you see what their competition's like. So I don't know who came up with it, but whoever it is, uh, they deserve a raise. If it's somebody on your staff, Mike, uh, you probably want to give them a raise. Yeah, the Godfather Ed Lemick says, uh, "Ira cooking register sausage." I think you know if we had to do the hierarchy. I'm not sure about your skills on the grill, Michael, but I know that Ira's really good on the grill, and so is Jeff. I think those are the leading two candidates on the War Chant staff. Do you have any game on the grill, Michael, or a smoker, anything I, like that? I'm not a great cook, but I'm really good on the grill. I, nice. I do pretty right. good. I, I I do a lot uh, when we decide to grill them. I'm, I'm good at the grilling, but the cooking stuff, ooh, that's. That's not me. Uh, I'm not as great at that, but uh, the grilling, yeah, I, I enjoy that. Well, then uh, we've got a we've got a three. We've got a three headed okay. monster here at War Chant TV. I'm more of the bartender, and then I could be the guy who lays out all the stuff. There I'm, you go. I'm like the operations guy. Hey, what do you know? That's kind of like me in real life. Nearly 700, 100 of you here want to hear about a certain tight end named Jaheim Bell <laughs> from South Carolina. We've waited long enough, and we'll preview the upcoming week in just a moment, everybody, because we're not done yet. This wasn't the final. But this is a big fish out there, Michael. This offense could go to another level with a player like this from South Carolina. I know a lot of big time schools are after a talent like this, too. But what did you get a sense of uh, with Bell this weekend? Yeah, I think it was a a really good visit. Obviously, we we didn't talk to him yet. Um, I got the sense that based on talking to certain FSU reps that he was likely not going to talk to us, even asked that. Don't take too many pictures because it's more like a business uh, thing, the way Jim uh, approached the situation. And then, too, um, but everything I heard inside was a little bit different, which was like um, he was very impressed with, uh, one, the the family uh, that he saw with, with the players. But, two, he was impressed with the ways that they find ways to get their playmakers the ball. I mean, because I don't even – I don't even picture Bell as like a tight end. I picture him as like a a Debo Samuel type that you use just everywhere. You can run him. If you look at his, I think he had like 72 carries for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they run, I mean, you run him. You can use him in the passing situation. I know South Carolina did that a lot. So I look at him as more just a, a, as an athlete, but he is an incredibly dynamic uh, weapon and, and certainly a guy that I feel I got. Th- this is the quote I got was, we feel uh, I feel good about it, but I don't want to jinx it. So it was kind of like hey, it's going well. And, and even I had a multiple source today tell me, like, they know there's competition. They know there's teams that are suitors that are pushing for them, but they feel like, you know, they feel like they're in a good spot with, with Jaheim. Um, so um, for those that don't know, Jaheim also played with Tate Rodemaker at Valdosta High. So he does know Tate pretty well. So there's a familiar face for him that he's very – he knows very well, but I think uh, with Jaheim, I think I think that's kind of the feeling going on. So you have Buffalo Tom down there in the bottom was alert. He he knows. Anytime you could have somebody like a friend, for example, maybe uh, a defensive tackle that Florida State landed, it's a tough situation, and we wish him the best. Daryl Williams' family, uh, but when Josh Farmer's here in Tallahassee, that can help matters. Yep. So any every little bit helps as a differentiator. Uh, Andrew in the chat says, "Change the hat." It's being spammed by heartbreak. Andrew, (laughs) 
if this is the price for a Super Bowl, I'll pay it every day and twice on Sunday Smash. But thank you. I'm going to keep the hat on. Michael, a huge week coming up for Florida State. They're not done yet. The Paranoia portal season is still in full swing. They've got another massive weekend upcoming with a lot of recruit. I'm sorry, commits, I should say, uh, in tow to be here and fortify that final push. What is it going to be like for Florida State from a let's do high school recruiting standpoint this upcoming week first and then a portal standpoint? What do you foresee coming? Yeah, I mean, I'll just give people a list of some of the guys that are, I mean, it's going to be around probably 16 official visitors, maybe 15 or 16. Um, Hakeem Williams is coming. Keith Sampson's coming. Lamont Green's coming. Keyshawn Blackstock is supposed to come. That's a target, so that's not a commit, but uh, that's an offensive line target uh, from Juco that's coming. Uh, KJ Kirkland, uh, Goldie Lawrence, wide receiver, supposed to come. Jareel Rawls is also supposed to come. And then you also have... Christopher Otto, who I think uh, would be, you know, the great replacement for with them losing Roger Kearney. So you have those guys coming in. It's going to be around, like I said, it's going to be around 15 or 16. And then I'm sure they're going to bring some more transfer guys in. So you add all those up uh, that right now it's around nine or 10. And then you add that up, you're going to get, you could get like, you know, 15 or 16 official, official visitors next weekend. It's going to be a busy time here. Uh, I'll promo a couple of things coming up on the team side on warchant.com. Anytime there's breaking news, you'll be able to find full stories and rundowns of guys, you know, perhaps staying for another season at Florida State. Tons of good news this week led by Jordan Travis, but so many others. Trey Benson's coming back. Are there a couple of big pieces on defense outside of a Tatum Bethune that will return? We'll have that for you on warchant.com. And you'll also have uh, Wake Up Warchant. It'll be right here on this channel tomorrow morning, first thing on YouTube. Wake Up War Chant with Corey and Aslan wrapping up the weekend. And that was in terms of practice for Florida State. They were practicing Friday, yesterday, and today. They take a long break, but they'll have a wrap for you there. Florida State also victorious on the basketball court. Yes. Mark those down when you get them these days. That's a W. I don't hey. care. I don't care if Louisville hadn't won a game. I don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter. Win's a win. Good for you, Ham. Good for you, Ham. And they play Louisville one more time. They do get a home and home with the Cardinals. So that that's good news for Florida State. We're ever closer to uh, the Boba Miller half-season experiment. That'll be fun. Uh, but then the Jeff Cameron Show tomorrow, 1 o'clock from 1 to 3. Weekdays here on Warchant TV. We have live programming 1 o'clock, Monday through Friday. So we look forward to that program. Jeff and I will be live at 1 p.m. And then we've got a lot more coming for you on the Warchant side and the Warchant TV side. But, Michael, specifically, before we sign off for this evening, uh, what are some things that folks on the website, Warchant.com, can expect from you in the coming you know, day or two as you recover from a long weekend of uh, being <laughs> outside of Doe Campbell? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably still have some more articles coming up. I'm still planning on getting up with uh, Jeremiah Bowers. I, haven't, I didn't talk to him yet. Obviously, Jaheim Bell is not talking except for on social media, but uh, he's not talking uh, as far as the visits. Uh, so, uh, and then um, I, I, I'm I'm not guaranteeing this, guys, but I'm hopeful that I will get a transfer portal update uh, late tonight. So I might put something on there late tonight about the transfer portal, maybe some guys to watch, just keep an eye on, and then and then we'll certainly um, have a lot more from the transfer portal throughout the week. That's something we'll work on. And I've already started coaching visits, uh, coach visits. They, they hit the road today uh, for people that didn't know they, mm. they did their practice at 1230. They're gone. Wow. Like, and, and uh, 
And and that I think if I'm not mistaken, Tom, correct me that I think they gave the players like uh, ten days or seven days or something like that off. Where yep. so they're going to be all on the road. Uh, they're they're going to be on the road recruiting and certainly be a, see a lot of high pro, uh, profile premier guys transfers and uh, high school kids. So I'll be monitoring that. That's what that's what most of my week will be coaching visits and also uh, just transfer portal guys that maybe they're targeting. So that's kind of what I'm be locked into this week. There's not a lack of news this time. No, Um, I I just I always marvel at it. This probably the 50th time I've said it in the last week, Michael. But it's just amazing how different December is now than even, you know, five years ago. It's just wild. And you want to be with us, everybody on Warchant TV, on Warchant.com. It's only 10 bucks on Warchant.com to get you through August 31st of next year. That's a whole lot of coverage. It's worth 10 bucks for like today's worth. Uh, today's hall of news on warchant.com, but it'll get you through all the way there. And then it's absolutely free to sign up on Warchant TV. Just click the button below. Hit that bell, even if you are already subscribed, because you never know when we're going live with breaking news. We don't either. That's the best part. We'll be alerting you on your phone immediately the moment that we go live. So, Michael, uh, I guess we'll reconvene in a couple of days, and who knows, maybe in 10 minutes, because something breaking will happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah. appreciate- Appreciate all the hard work, and uh, we're getting close to that Christmas season, man. It's a it's a good time to be a Florida State Seminole versus the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm down with it, and this is fun uh, for people that don't know. This is my fun face. Like I'm having fun, guys. I'm loving this because it's fun when they when you do recruiting when things are good. Um, it's just uh, it just makes it much easier, and just uh, I love doing it. I love working hard for you guys, and uh, we got a lot more coming. Obviously, December 21st is the early signing day. Uh, 21st to the 23rd so tons of stuff coming up and then get to january and guess what we do in january february you're gonna have uh, junior days and stuff like that so Jeez. it's a recycling thing and but it's 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 what you have to do as far as to keep your program going and and we'll have tons of content guys so just stay tuned to war champ all right before we sign off as i'm going to thank a few people here who uh, contributed to the program tonight uh for, as a production staff and also in the chat Folks, just yes or no, is Yellowstone actually that good of a series? I've never seen an episode. So go ahead in the chat, yes or no. I saw Fort <laughs> Man in Texas alluded to Yellowstone. I've heard great things, but should I really watch it? Okay, so while you're doing that, Pete Mercer, thank you very much for your contribution tonight. James B., man, oh, man, Merry Christmas to you as well. Z-Chan, yep. the official DMD of Warchant TV, always bringing it strong. Thank you so much. Michael, for all the insights, man, look at that. Folks, if you're just joining us and you're saying, oh, no, I missed it, use the DVR function. Michael went to every official visitor and unofficial visitor this weekend on campus. It's great insight. Thank you. Thanks to everybody in the chat. To Director Ben, who is working from a sports bar near you. Thank you, Director Ben. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Making it happen. Enjoy those cold beers, buddy. And, uh, Michael, I'll talk to you next time. My name is Tom Lang. Thanks, everybody, for watching Sunday Smash. Make sure to hit the like button on the way out, and we'll talk to you on WarChant TV when the next big news happens.